All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. We we got what do we got today? Um, want to start with saw this really cool tweet. Like obviously Bitcoin's going crazy right now. Saw this super cool tweet from Nick Tomano. I think is how you say his last name. Um, his handle on Twitter is at NT Money. He said basically. He put out this um, copied or screenshot this post from a Reddit user in Lebanon. And it basically is about kind of like what I think is the greatest use case for Bitcoin. Um, and I just found it super fascinating. So I'm going to read it. No, I'm going to kind of talk about it for a little bit. So Bitcoin gave me hope is the title. Um, I'm from Lebanon. And if some people here are not aware, we are going through a disastrous economic political crisis. Um, big old thing there was a huge explosion a couple months ago there's covid lockdowns i lost my first job because the explosion second one because of the lockdowns and here comes in the, the bitcoin stuff so banks won't allow us to withdraw our own money and our currency is worthless due to 380 percent inflation that's madness in july i put all i had left into bitcoin and after the explosion in august i started freelancing for bitcoin jobs I found on subreddits here and my Instagram illustrations page. In the last four months, I saved more than I did in the last year. Not only my money did not lose its value, but it practically doubled. Bitcoin is freedom. Bitcoin is our only way out. So there's some parts to this that are super fascinating. Not everything here is like, I at least my take, not everything here is totally correct. But when he's talking about the ability for him to work and make money that is worth more than his country's currency god that's really freaking cool that's a big deal um now being that it grew so much over the last four months and how he said i saved more than i did in the last year uh like that's not always gonna happen everything's going through the roof right now with with it and there's a big run but um in general having a different currency that he can access through job through work is pretty incredible in that that currency is going to hold value as well or if not better than um his local lebanese currency i just think that's freaking amazing um and it, it to me like how the banks won't even allow him to withdraw his money um that's crazy too. Like <laughs> that, that's insane. So Bitcoin basically allows him to use some type of currency, um, use a currency and make money in a currency that isn't getting um, basically blown up by inflation and, and controlled by the banks where he can't even go out and use it. Uh, I thought that was just like, I've, I've thought a lot about Bitcoin and crypto and there's, I couldn't ever figure out like, what is the use case? Um, and I think this is the first one that so, super resonated with me is, and I think I didn't ever figure out the use case because I live in a first world country in the United States. Um, but in third world countries, man, like Bitcoin can be a massive unlock for those places. So um, thought that was super cool. I wanted to share it. Uh, what else do we got on here? Oh, this is interesting. There's um, this entrepreneur 
a guy named Bill Gross, G-R-O-S-S. And he basically has this framework that every business has to have four kind of human types um, in it. And those different types of humans are an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, a producer, an administrator, and an integrator. And they all come in at different phases of the process of like a growing a company. Um, but you can't have a successful large company, like actually working company without someone that's playing um, uh, uh, each of those different roles. And so he talked about how the, uh, in the, in the early stages, you basically need an entrepreneur and a producer. So the entrepreneur is like really good with the ideas coming up with the vision um, of, of where things should go. The producer basically hears those things and is really, really good at putting them into play, putting them into practice. Uh, while in the start, you need to have both of those to get going with things. Um, down the road, once, let's say, you start to have product market fit, that's when the administrator and the integrator come into play to kind of help you scale that product market fit. So it's almost like as you're searching for product market fit, you want the two roles of entrepreneur and producer. And once you get that product market fit and the market is pulling you to basically produce more faster than you can, that's when you need the next two roles of administrator and integrator um, coming into play. Um, all right. What else do we have on the list? Uh, George Hancafy. So if, uh, the other day I was talking, we were talking about, um, just like people who are workhorses and often they're kind of like the number two or the, the Robin to someone's Batman and they don't get as much credit, but they deserve just as much credit as let's say a Batman or the leader. And back in the time when Lance Armstrong was winning all his yellow jerseys with the Tour de France, he had a team member on his team named George Hancappy. And this guy was basically the behind the scenes workhorse that allowed Lance Armstrong to win those Tour de France's. And a lot of people don't know, but the tour bike races um, and tours are actually crazy team sports like it's just as much of a team sport as football or basketball soccer um and having someone like that on your side is a huge huge deal and so i i i've been thinking about that a lot and i wrote it down a while ago because i've been bringing it up in conversations where um we're talking about leadership and there's just so many people that prop someone up and lance armstrong maybe just was the face of the whole thing but um, he needed to have people like George Hancappy in the background to get him to where he wanted to go. Um, what else do we have on the list? Uh, if you want a, a ridiculous but super funny podcast, um, the, there's this podcast called Going Deep with Chad and JT. And it's basically these two guys. They kind of got their first fame from going and speaking at a town hall and it's actually in the constitution that 
each citizen has a right to speak at a town hall for some amount of time. I think it's like two minutes or three minutes. And they actually went into this town hall in like Southern California somewhere. And basically they, uh, they were bringing up that the, the, the town hall people or the government couldn't shut down their right to party. And it got a bunch of press. Um, they do it all the time now uh, by going into these different town halls where um, something's happening with basically like a bros in, in an area or affects bros in an area and they represent them in a way. And uh, yeah, they're just, they're just slap, slapstick funny. Um, I can't stop uh, listening to them once I turn them on. They're really, really good. Um, definitely a time suck. Not something that you want to, not, not something that's productive, but uh, sometimes you need that. So it's super cool. Uh, other thing here, I put out a tweet of my buddy's house uh, in his garage the other day. We were um, basically building this tabletop with a homemade CNC machine. Um, the CNC machine actually only costs about 450 bucks, which is crazy cheap because industrial CNC machines cost like $10,000 minimum. Some t- cost upwards of $100,000. And the CNC machine that he has is called a Maslow. And I'll link to it in the show notes, but the you basically can just design whatever you would want it to cut out in SolidWorks, which is a free software. And then basically you set it up, you get like a, um, a normal router and hook it all, set it all up, hook it into this normal router, put the bit in the router, and then basically you take the SolidWorks design and download it into G-Code, which is just a click of a button, and then you upload it into the little device on the Maslow, and basically you click play after kind of getting it set up, and uh, it'll cut out whatever you want. And so we were cutting out these cool, um, like, spiritual circle shapes. I forget what they're called. Mandalas? Mandalas? Um, I could be butchering that, but... Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. I have it on my gift list. It's uh, in the next year or two. I'm totally gonna get one, and um, it'd just be a wonderful, easy way to make custom furniture for the house, which I enjoy doing. And um, yeah, could be a cool thing for you too. All right, hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. You.